This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. Hello. Hello. Welcome to College Dame Day. Amy, why don't you start us off with a game? Okay. This is just a fun little questionnaire. It's just like a most likely to. So I'll read the question and you guys pick which one of us you think is the most likely to be picked to do that. So you guys will answer first and then I'll answer. Okay. Okay, First of all, I'm not going to like this game. Okay. Most likely to kill someone accidentally. Megan. (laughs) What? Why me? I'm going to go with that. Yes. Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. Accidentally. I think we should highlight that word. Oh, so you would kill someone on purpose, but not accidentally? No, I'm saying, if you're saying me, it's because it's accidentally, not on purpose. I'm saying that, Megan, because you were backing up with your car, and your car was beeping, and you told your friend, oh, don't worry, my car beeps like that all the time, and then you hit something. Yeah, I could see you running over someone. I most likely picked you for an accident. Thank you. On purpose would be Amy. All right. Uh, Excuse me. Okay, most likely to have weird phobias. Megan. All right. That's definitely Megan. Okay, yes, definitely you. Okay, most likely to laugh at the wrong moment. Amy, 100%. Okay, yeah, that's that's me. I'll take that one. Most likely to talk to animals. Laura. Me. Definitely well, Laura, yes. Doggo, look at the doggo. I'm in Europe, but there's a dog <laughs> over there. So let me get my picture okay, Forget it. the Alps. Let's Doggos take a picture of this dog. Uh, most likely to go skydiving. Amy. Laura's thinking hard about this one. Either Amy or myself. I was actually signed up to go and it got canceled because of cloudiness. So yeah, I would love to go. So we can go together if you want. Most likely to have the most piercings or tattoos. Amy. I think you have that already sealed up there. Okay. Most likely to win Miss Congeniality. Well, it's not me. I think Laura, maybe, because I think her RBF isn't quite as bad as mine and yours, Megan. But we do all have it. So, yeah. We'll give it to you, Laura. It's just out of the three of us, Laura. So, you got it. Um, Most likely to perform at Carnegie Hall. Perform what? Like a musical instrument? Yeah, just anything. It's music. Megan. Yeah, I think Megan, too. You could play the piano or something or the flute. You could do both. (laughs) At the same time. Yes. I'm very talented. You could be Lizzo. That is exactly how I play the flute. Most likely to live in a big city. Laura. Well, I live in a bigger city. Yeah. Megan does live in a bigger city, but you like live on the outskirts with your chickens in the backyard. So I'm going to well, definitely live in the middle of the city, Amy. We are literally in the center of the city. Okay, well, but it just seems like it's I less populated where you too, are. Though. Yeah, I think Laura is more of a city girl. I guess that's not really the question. Okay. Most likely to die first in a zombie apocalypse. I would say probably me because Megan would be super prepared. Amy would just be overly aggressive. And I would probably be <laughs> okay. trying to get my Starbucks or something. <laughs> Okay. Unaware. She's petting the dog. <laughs> She's taking mm-hmm. pictures of the dog. They can lure me out with animals. Okay. Uh, most likely to cause a world war. Amy. Amy. Okay. Why? Because you are not afraid of attitude. Okay. Most likely to win most competitive award. Amy. Amy. Okay. Absolutely. This game is becoming less fun. All right. Most likely I- to hold your breath as long as possible. I have no idea. Does that benefit? Yeah, that's a weird one. Okay, we'll skip that one. Okay, um, oh, I lost my place. Okay, most likely to fall asleep in class. Laura. Um, Laura, you fall asleep in class? Okay, I did, and Mr. Woman took a picture and put it in the yearbook, and it's, he would do it every day. I love class. Because, okay, well, I fell asleep every day in math class because it was right after lunch, and the sun shined right through the courtyard onto my desk, and it was, like, warm, and my tummy was full, and it was just hard to keep my eyes open. So, okay, yeah, I'll take that one. Most likely to win a Nobel Prize. I'm going to go with Megan. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go with Megan. You're just, like, very organized and, you know... I think that's what they give the Nobel Prize I, out for. I hope that you would at least like. Have you seen her labeling perfection? Yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. Her cupboards are amazing. Okay. Yeah, um. Uh, most likely to go pro in a sport. Amy, I think Amy. you're the most athletic. Okay, I'll take that one. Most likely to become president. Laura. Okay, I think Laura too. Myself. She like look really good in the outfits and stuff, and I just couldn't get yeah. out of my yoga pants long enough. Your yeah. business attire, I can see you. Uh, most likely to get arrested. Amy. Amy. All right. Was unanimous. Most likely to not shower for a week. 
All of us. I was going to say, geez, do we have to pick one? (laughs) I would like to say I do bathe every day, even though I don't wash my hair every day. One more. Most likely to win the 40-yard dash. Amy. Probably Amy. I think you definitely have the quickest reflexes, so I would give the edge to you in a 40-yard dash. All right, well, are we ready to discuss the Nebraska-Colorado game? I've not gotten my will to live back yet, so I will let somebody else go first if they want to. All right, well, Laura, are you ready to talk about it yet? I suppose. Okay, go for it. We started off strong. Mm-hmm. Look good. Offense came out in the first half, and I was like, this is it. We're back. Just momentary lapse during South Alabama. Kirk Herbstreit was saying maybe we were too focused on looking ahead to Colorado, so we didn't play well last week. And in the first half, I thought the same thing. Spielman looked good. We got him involved more. Um, Adrian looked very comfortable in the pocket. Uh, we went up 17 nothing. I felt very good about it. And I really thought the entire game down to the last, like right before he kicked the field goal, the whole entire game, I never doubted that we were going to win. I think it kind of comes down to coaching. I don't think they made the right adjustments. We didn't get enough players involved. I, I, there was two receivers at start that still haven't gotten a catch yet. So we are not getting the offense involved. It's just disappointing. We should beat them. They're not that good. I bet they go 500 if that this season. They're one on the lower end of the Pac-12. It's disappointing because it's not a game where we played really well and then we just lost. We just did not play how we should. So I think that's, that's what's the most frustrating is we keep dropping these games that we should win. I agree. I I feel like normally it's weird because Nebraska, it's like powered up the middle, powered up the middle. But I felt like every time we went outside to Washington, like the speed we have to beat Colorado, we should have exploited that more after that flea flicker they had where they got that long touchdown. And then we went outside to Washington. He took it down how many yards for that really long touchdown. That's what we should have been doing all game was exploiting the outside because we had the speed over them. Like you could have put Wandale in there. We didn't go to him enough. I just, yeah, I feel like we didn't use the tools that we have in the second half. It was like a bipolar team it was completely different yeah I agree I think that the defense played really well again I will say in the second half towards the end I felt like they were maybe just tired the intensity lessened a little bit but overall I had no complaints about the defense I thought it was you know really disciplined play the two big problems and I don't even want to say them because I feel like I'm always going to be a Husker fan. I'm always going to cheer for all of the players. And I believe in Scott Frost. But the two problems I saw were Adrian and then the offensive line. Adrian did really well in the first half. I felt like his confidence was high. He trusted his offensive line. He was making plays. He was running the offense. Everything was clicking. Felt like in the second half, after Mel Tucker made some adjustments, Adrian just never recovered. You could tell in the second half that he was so nervous. Every time he got the ball, he panicked. He was looking around for anyone who was open. You could tell he wasn't comfortable in the pocket. He had no poise at all. He fumbled twice and he threw that interception. I think mentally he wasn't there in the second half. And I'm not really sure what the root cause of that is. If it's a temperament issue, if it's just him, like he gets too nervous. I do think he's kind of at a crossroads right now. Yeah. He had such a big freshman season. I think part of it was because there was no expectations on him. He was a freshman. Nothing was expected of him. But we saw the talent that he had last year. And now everyone's expecting that. There comes a time he's either going to buckle under that or he's going to figure it out and become stronger and find a way to fight through this. And I don't know which one it's going to be yet, but I, I, I'm i just hoping that he can recover mentally and just overcome because I agree. I think he and, I, and I'm wondering, too, if because so much of the offense is on him reading the defense and deciding what to do, you know, with the last second right as the ball is being snapped. I'm wondering if maybe some of that needs to be taken off of him just until he can get his head back. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I just I have no words for that second half and what happened. We talk a lot about the players and. If you would have told me that it would have been Adrian Martinez, that was the one I needed to be concerned about going into this year, I, I wouldn't have believed it. I, I felt very confident in him. I also felt very confident in Scott Frost, and I think he got outcoached by a coach that's year one in the league. He went, like Megan was saying, he went into halftime and came back out and made adjustments. We didn't make anything. We also had a, someone who had never really kicked in a game before, and we put him in a position to have to make, like, a, what, a 48 or whatever yard field yeah. goal. At that point, you need to know with play calling – you can't put it in his hands or his feet, I guess, in that case. I was not impressed with the play call. I didn't 
think that Scott made the adjustments needed. We needed to do something different. Yeah, he didn't need to make adjustments at halftime. But yeah, after they came out and then the second half started going the way it did, then I think he needed to to do something. Like I said, I don't know why we weren't exploiting the outside. We we had the speed over Colorado in spades, and we didn't use it. I think the defense did play well. Um, Mo Berry came out and said, though, he played his worst game. So, I mean, I think the defense is sitting pretty. If Mo Berry said that's his worst game, and we still did mm-hmm. as well as we did, I think we'll be okay. We have so many weapons on offense. We've got to use them. I, I will say credit to Colorado's quarterback. They say he's going to be possibly a first-round draft. He made the checkdowns that Adrian couldn't, though, yeah. and I will say that. He went through his progressions. He threw perfect balls when the pressure was on. He did what he needed to do to win. I still think overall Nebraska had more talent. I still think Nebraska should have won that game. But unfortunately, <laughs> we got out coached and we got outplayed, which is good. Fe- we are a better team. I felt like he was rattled in the first half. Like when he threw that interception and went like, I felt like him and Adrian just reverse roles, like from the first to the second half, because I saw him being rattled. I saw him not playing well in the first half. Granted, he played better in the second half, obviously, but I don't know what was said to him to get him to turn around, but I don't know. I will yeah. say, just to throw an optimistic light on it, and this is going to be a completely uh, putting on the rose colored glasses here. Last time that Nebraska lost to Colorado, besides last year, was our only loss of the season. We did go to the national championship. So we need a little bit of silver lining. Maybe we can need that perspective. Thank you. It felt like in the overtime, the one thing that could not happen was for Adrian to take a sack on that third down. The play calling was, was interesting. I was really confused. I felt like on third down, even if they had run it again and gotten no yards, the kicker would have had a chance to make that. But the play call was so interesting that they try to have Adrian throw it when he's already nervous and his you know poise is completely gone and he's panicking and he takes the sack and now suddenly we're not really in field goal range for that kicker anymore. Colorado's coach has that defensive coordinator background and he called the perfect plays against us down the stretch. No, I agree. I agree. I just, I was very confused. I guess I'm just saying I was confused by the play calling specifically in yeah. the overtime period. I, I thought that was very I strange. I did not agree with that. Um, And then the one last thing I want to say, because I do, here's the thing. I don't know where Adrian Martinez is mentally. I think he, physically he has all of the skills and all of the talent that we could possibly need. Mentally, I'm just not 100% sure if he can get there or not. But the truth is, we don't have an alternative. He's our guy. You know, yeah, we need to believe in him, and we need. We have Medrol, and we have McCaffrey. <laughs> well, that's but, true. But I'm not. I'm not saying yank him. I like. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not saying one of those yank him. I'm where... just saying there is definitely some room for improvement. And one thing I would like to see him improve on is tucking the ball when he runs. Yeah, he car- he, he holds it carries, away from his body. Yeah, one hand, like a lunchbox. Yes. And that's why he, when he gets hit or upended in the in midair, it's going to come loose every single yes. time. Please tuck I that know. ball, Adrian. Even the one where he ran in for a touch on the outside, it was like three feet from, yeah, I three points of contact. Like, I just, that, yeah. I want to believe in Adrian. I know Scott does. I think, you know, Scott Frost is the kind of coach who does, he's not going to give up. Like, this is just going to make right. him work harder. And I hope that that's transferred to the players as well. It just really motivate them to get back to work. But when he came out for that press conference, it was like someone had just murdered his child. Well, I was already like crying a little bit. <laughs> and then like, when I saw him, I just couldn't watch it anymore. And I said so many bad words in my head Saturday and a few might have come out. And then like my throat was hurting from screaming. And then when that press conference started, I just lost it. And I, I couldn't, I had to leave. Yeah. I went on a drive because I couldn't handle it anymore. I mean, I'm, I hit our wall, but not too hard because we're having renovations done so we can hopefully sell our house. I slapped the wall and then I kind of caught myself and it's just like a soft thud. But it was so frustrating. Let me put it to you this way. I don't like Iowa but I hate Colorado. I don't I know. I feel for Colorado is so far beyond anything I feel for any other team. Yeah. And I think it's because our fan base is awful. You're in fear for your it's life. Terrible. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they are the worst. They, they so- definitely have the worst fans. But I don't know that it's really a rivalry when we're so far up on the wins list. Like we were their daddy for how many years in a row? And they've gotten a couple on us, you know, for a couple years here and there. But it's like almost 50 50 to 20 and then a few ties or something like it's not a rivalry if 
the wins aren't closer. They need to win more to have it be a rivalry. And unfortunately, we don't well, play them again. Colorado wanted to be a rivalry with us, but the Oklahoma-Nebraska was better. So they were always trying to Jones for it. So Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. Oklahoma-Nebraska, yes, rivalry. Yeah, I think it's just it was the Black Friday game for so long. Anyway, I'm just saying I would have rather lost to Iowa, which we also have experience doing lately. (laughs) But anyway, um, I will also say I would like to um, acknowledge and take a little time to shout out the fans who all traveled to Colorado. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sorry the game sucked, but we are the core of Nebraska. We are always going to cheer on our team regardless. Yeah, we're going to be ticked afterwards, but we're all going to show up again on Saturday. I don't know. I just wanted to give a shout out to our fans. Our fans are awesome. We rocked it. That stadium looked like it was a home game. Yeah, it did. That was so sick. So I love it. Yeah. Good job, fans. We'll keep bringing it. You know what, Scott and Adrian, you guys keep keep rolling. We'll support you. Let's just, let's fix this. That's right. So looking ahead to this weekend, Northern Illinois, what do you guys think about that game? I am traveling down to the game. So I will be one of the fans in the seats. Fun. It's a night game, too. So that'll be fun. Seven o'clock. I was watching Northern Illinois game this week. They hung in it for a while. Again, if the regular Nebraska that showed up in the first half of the Colorado game shows up, we'll put them away no problem. I don't know. I kind of want it to be, like you said, it's a night game. I'm hoping it's a lot of energy, yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Adrian comes out, plays relaxed, and we kind of put together a cohesive unit. So not too worried about it. I think it should be a good game for us to be focused but relaxed while we play. Yeah, I um, I mean, you guys know me. I'm the eternal optimist. I'm always like looking for what's coming out of this that can be good. Um, I do think we rebound. I do think night games are a lot of fun. Um, I think the fans will show up. I'm more worried about the Illinois game looking mm-hmm. ahead to Ohio State because I think that's who we have after Illinois. And so I'm more worried about that game. But I think this Northern Illinois game, I think we do rebound. Um, I just hope Adrian gets some confidence in this game. He clicks with, you know, a few receivers. His head needs it right now. Yeah. I mean, I was not watching the Northern Illinois game, but I was keeping an eye on the score um, because I had picked Northern Illinois to beat the spread. And I think it's week two. It's hard to tell how strong the Pac-12 is, how each team is doing so far. But they did play with Utah for a while. And so I don't want to overlook Northern Illinois. I think they're, I just don't want to look past them. Anyway, yeah. we'll see what happens. Before we like go on to any other games, I wanted to ask you guys the opinion. So watching, first of all, let me also say, I knew Nebraska was a little bit screwed when Lee Curso picked us. But... Yes, that's it. Also took yes. Us, so, all right. Um, but David Pollock said that he thinks Nebraska is the most heavily QB dependent team out there. What do you guys think about that? I absolutely disagree. No, not more than any other team. I mean, that's kind of an important spot anywhere, but no, not, not more. I mean, we have so many weapons all around, even if all he does is hand off or, you know, we do jet sweeps, something where he's not doesn't even have to throw the ball. We have enough talent to win games that way. So, no, I disagree with that completely. Do you agree with him, Laura? No, I I completely disagree. So I thought it was interesting that he made that. Yeah, I think we have a really balanced offense, which is why I think we've gotten away with Adrian having some bad games. I mean, I I realize we lost to Colorado, but we went to overtime. And the first game, we won that game without him playing well, you know. No, so I don't I think like Amy said any team is dependent on their quarterback he's the one running the offense yeah. you know the leader yeah. of the team so of but, course it's an important spot but I don't think we are any more dependent on him than any other team right you know All right at David Pollock disagree yeah. you're wrong okay you guys want to talk about some other games in college football um oh, yes yes I actually had other than that horrific game I had a good week betting. I did a parlay. I had money on Texas A&M covering the spread with Clemson, and they did. They barely that, did. But they did. That was my luck. Doesn't matter. I got the money. It's in my account. Uh, Maryland. Let's talk about that game real quick. Let's talk about okay. the Texas A&M-Clemson game. Um, was it what you guys expected? Yeah. I mean, Clemson's going to win. I, I didn't really have any doubt on that game. I didn't think, again, I didn't think Clemson looked super sharp. That's, but I yeah. never faltered that I thought that they were going to win. I, I, they just never had any moment of clear weakness. They I, still look sharp. I'd love to match up against maybe even a tougher team than Texas A&M. Texas A&M is good. They're solid, but, but they're not. They just don't have enough to, to stay with them. But, I mean, they're in the ACC, so they're not really going to play any harder games this year. I mean, they have um, Syracuse next week, who did almost beat them last year. But I just don't see Clemson really losing, not because they're great, but because they don't 
really play anyone. Yeah, um, I thought I thought Texas A&M had an outside chance at pulling off the upset. I thought they would cover, and they did. It was barely, but they did. But yeah, I didn't think Clemson looked outstanding. I was surprised, honestly. I thought that Clemson and Texas A&M would be closer than it was. So I thought Clemson looked better than I expected. But I did watch them play the game against Georgia Tech the first week. Yeah. And they looked a lot better. People people love Jimbo Fisher, though. And I mean, okay. speaking of, let me ask you a question. I read an article and it was <laughs> three coaches that are on the hot seat that people think are on the hot seat. Let me, let me, who guess. Do, let me guess. Who do you Can guess? Yes, guess I them. I think it's Billy Taggart. I that is one of them. Ding, ding. Yes. And Billy Taggart is not a good coach. I've said it before. Okay. I'll say it again. I thought Chip Kelly would be on there, too. But it's not. It's Chris Ash from Rutgers. And I'm like, what? Rutgers? Yeah, Rutgers just, there. They, they just need to be glad that someone's willing to coach there. Like, I don't know why they would think that firing him. So I don't know if this article is like inside sources or just this guy was off on that. But yeah, uh, what do you guys think about Jeremy Pura and um, Willie Taggart? Because I heard that at Tennessee, uh, F- Philip Fulmer is thinking about taking over the interim job <laughs> just until they can find somebody because... I heard that he's probably gone. I mean, I don't really know what they'll do down there. I think University of Tennessee is crazy. But every time I start to feel depressed about how far Nebraska's fallen and how hard we've fought to get back, I look at Tennessee and I think, well, at least we're not there. Yeah. Because in the 90s, Tennessee was right there with Nebraska. And suddenly we're we're both programs have fallen, but we have not ended nearly as far as Tennessee. Yeah. That place is a mess. I don't know what's going on down there. It's crazy. I mean, their fans are partly to blame. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, when... Tennessee, you said FSU. Miami lost as well. I mean, Miami, FSU, Tennessee, those are big powerhouses in the 90s, I guess. So, yeah, it kind of irritates me, though, that Texas has turned around their program. That ball. Yeah, but yeah. Well, at, but since Peyton Manning played and we, like, crushed them in the Orange Bowl that year... And then they they came up and copied our weight program, and then um, they won the national title the next year. I think it was the first year that the BCS was in play, and I think Fulmer was the coach then. It makes me feel a little better, but it's still sad because, yeah, I see Texas back up there. I see I see other teams that have returned, and it's I just want to get there, and I, I can't wait till we do. But, I mean, other Big Ten games, talking about teams that have struggled, Michigan versus Army. Oh, my gosh. They struggled so hard. I don't. I don't understand the two quarterback thing. It's confusing. I hate that. Minnesota I hate that. had to go to overtime. Yeah, yeah Minnesota bad. went to overtime. I struggled. Um, honestly, if if Army hadn't mi- mismanaged the clock so mm-hmm. bad at the end of that game, they would have beat Michigan. That is completely on them. And part, I was like, so in such a rage that I was missing the kickoff to the Nebraska game because it was on the same channel and it was before. I didn't care as much then. I just wanted somebody to win and end the game. Yeah. But um, but if I hadn't been in a rage about that, I would have been cheering for Army. Just like I know I'm supposed to cheer for the Big Ten to like represent, but I, I hate Michigan. Um, and if if Army hadn't like, why on earth with 17 seconds left and no timeouts are you running the ball? Like I understand if you need to move it to the correct hash mark for the kicker, but that's not what was going on. And then. And then the center lays on the ground for 10 seconds, not getting up. And it's like they barely got the ball spiked to stop the clock. They barely got that off. I don't know what they were doing. That was a horrible, horrible mismanagement of clock. And I, it's their own fault that they lost that. Okay, so do you guys think that Army was better than expected or Michigan played worse than expected? Both. both. I, I probably think Army's both. got a triple option. They're hard to stop. Their mm-hmm. offense is built to run the clock down. Michigan isn't built to go against that. Mm-hmm. I don't love the two-quarterback thing. I think it's too confusing for their offense. Agreed. I think Army played well, and I think Michigan played poorly. And okay. I think it matched up perfectly. But did you see Army last week against, was it Rice that they played last week? And the spread was like in the 20s, and they won 14-7, to 7, I think was the score. So I don't know. That's, again, like, if they'd had a strong first game, I would have said, oh, yeah, it's because they're stronger than what we think. But 
I think, honestly, it is both. I think Michigan might suck more than we think. And I think Army might be a little better. But it's just so hard because it was just completely... Maybe And maybe it was the, it was their first game. They were working out kinks and, you know, like any first game. And then they showed up against Michigan. But that's, that's a hard one because mm-hmm. there are so many variables going into it. Yeah. And I know last year's team is not the same as this year's team. But last year, Army did take Oklahoma to overtime as well. Yeah. At the same time, I do feel like if you're ranked number seven, you should come out and yeah. play a little bit better than that. Yeah. Well, they they dropped a lot in the AP. They fell out of the top 10. Um, yes. Michigan did. And I mean, deservedly. Yeah, I, I agree with it. I think it's ironic, too. So Fox Sports, which is what the Army-Michigan game was um, on, do you guys notice they picked up for commentators? They have Reggie Bush and then they have Urban Meyer. I thought it was interesting because Urban Meyer before the game called it. And I was like, if anyone knows how to play Michigan, it's going to be Urban Meyer. Yeah. He was the one that was saying, this is going to be a close game. Michigan's going to struggle against this army offense. And so I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. Otherwise I thought, so yeah, I thought Michigan in the big 10, I thought they did not look good. Minnesota had to go to overtime to win. Again, I've said it before. I think their program's fake. Uh, okay but here's the thing I watched that whole game because I had money on them they were in my parlay too and they had I don't know how many turnovers and huge mistakes that game should not have been close it should not have gone into overtime they turned the ball over on several drives that they were marching down and probably would have scored on Um, I'm not saying they're legit but that game was completely it made me mad because the spread was three points and they should have won handily and covered. And because it went overtime and then they got that interception at the end of the game, they won by exactly three and it was a push. And so I got the other two teams on my parlay, but I would have gotten a lot more money if they hadn't been idiots and like had penalties and turnovers, like huge costly ones. Do you think a lot of the hype though around Minnesota is because of PJ Fleck? Yeah, I think, I mean, he's like, he's a such TV a guy. Yeah, he's a character, like, right. And so he is going to like, even the clothes that he wears, it's like, it's oh attention. God. It's all for attention. It yeah. is yeah. like, I do like him. I, I do. I do think he like what he did at Western Michigan. I don't think he's an awful coach. Mm-hmm. I just think his like, personality and like charisma is bigger than his coaching abilities. Um, I do think he has some coaching abilities, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I just wonder if that's why people are excited about Minnesota. And we're talking about a team that's never been a football powerhouse. Right. And suddenly everyone's really hyped up that they're going to be a real, you know, competitor in the West. And yeah. I just, I think a lot of it has to do with that brand. You know, it's the yeah. PJ Fleck brand right. that, you know, people right. are getting excited about, not necessarily the actual talent that's there. So I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I I do think he's a good coach as well, and I think he'll have some success, but I just don't know if it's going to be at the level yeah. that people seem well, to be. And I, I do think they have some offensive weapons. Um, They have a really giant offensive line, and that Ibrahim guy can run. Um, They have several really good receivers. They, the past two games, they've had some really, really nice catches in the back of the end zone. So, like, there is some talent there. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's it's not, you know, they're not going to win the Big Ten or anything. Right. But I will say, do you know what they did on fourth down? They threw for it. So I will at least give them credit there. But yeah, so I wasn't impressed by those teams. The teams out of the Big Ten I were impressed by. Purdue obviously bounced back against Vanderbilt. And mm-hmm. Maryland. Yes. How, how Maryland. They are averaging yes. 71 points yes. a game. Like, okay. What? Yes. I, I'm very nervous about that game now because it's the game right it's before no we play Iowa. Yes. 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 Okay. I, they were also my parlay and the spread was one point. They were only expected to win by one point. And so I like, I was like, this is a lock and it was, and next week the spread, who are they playing next week? Um, They're playing temple. What do you guys think that the spread is in that game? What do I think it should be? Or what do I think it is? Yeah. What do you think it should be? I think it should be in the third. It should be like, yeah, it should be like 27. Okay. It's seven. That makes me want to put yeah, I would guess all my money on it. Yeah. But that's so fishy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still going to bet on them because I just really like that. But Not all your money, though. Okay. Well, maybe I'll save a little. Maybe I'll save a little. Just most of it. Yeah, that does seem strange. That, yeah, their offense is. And, like, I was watching their quarterback, that grad transfer from, um, Virginia Tech, and he is just like not. It, it almost like it's like when Adrian is throwing, 
it's almost like he's hesitant. Like he doesn't, it's like he's scared to throw a pick or something. And that like hesitation, he's not just like trusting his gut and going and stuff. And, but this guy, there is just no hesitation. He can thread the needle. He had several passes that were just like went through like three defenders right into his receiver. I, I am impressed with him. I, yeah, I, I think Maryland is someone to contend with this year, like with their offensive weapons. Yeah, Maryland has really surprised me. I will say one thing I wonder about, and this is my only hesitation in regards to Maryland, I wonder if they have seen a defense yet. Well, I mean, yeah, I they played, what, Howard and then Syracuse. I think Syracuse was, you know, overrated. So they were. The, there was some of that. But they still, it wasn't just like they barely beat them. It, no, it, I they crushed them. I, just, so, I wonder what will happen when they play a team with a good yeah. defense, if that will change anything. Because it's easy to have confidence when everything's clicking for you. Right. And you had any interceptions and you haven't had any big defensive plays go against you. I just think it'll be telling to see once they get into the season and they start playing some yeah. better teams. Like what well, they're happen. in the Big Ten, so they will face some Ds. If they were in the Big 12, they obviously wouldn't be facing right. any, but... No, but they will. They will. And that's, right. that's my right. one. That's what my, my one hesitation. I'm just kind of waiting to see what happens, you know, when they kind of get into the season a little bit further um, yeah. and they start playing some of these better Big Ten teams. Did you guys watch you guys the Ohio State game? The what game? I just saw highlights of it. Okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't either. Like, again, I feel like you can look at stats and be like impressed, but well, I don't know. I expected it to be a closer game. I thought Cincinnati would be a tougher opponent for them. I'm sorry. I I hate. He was favored by 16, right? It was something like that. I mean, they they covered. Um, I I like my hate for Ohio State is so much that until I can actually like recognize that Fields is like legit, I need to see them play someone legit because I just don't want to admit anything yet. So okay, I'm not ready to go there. I'll go ahead and say it, even though it might be premature. I think he might be as good as people are saying. And I'm just trying to be objective here. So you can. I don't like being objective, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah, I'll have to actually watch a game by him. I, I don't know either. I'm still I mean, once again, it's like, like the Hurts. second game of the good. And he hasn't right. watched anyone yet either. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really well, early. But still, I'm just that's my that's my gut instinct is, you know, he might actually be as good as people are saying. And I hate that because I don't like Ohio State either. But we'll see. We'll see what happens this week. Here's a trivia question for you guys. All right. So Akron faced UAB this week. Miami has a turnover chain. What does Akron break out when they have a turnover? An acorn chain. I think it's something really <laughs> stupid, like a toilet seat. I don't know. Even dumber. It's a giant turnover pencil. <laughs> a pencil? <laughs> it's like the budget version. <laughs> I know they're like, quick, let, what can we do that's cheap? Get the pencil. Yeah, it's, it's a pencil, and it's probably like a four-foot-long pencil. You it's like, it is it like Terry, is Terry Bowden the coach there? Of Akron? Yeah. Is it Terry know, Bowden? But I don't know who the coordinator is. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, uh, yes, I prepared something very special for you. It's this <laughs> puzzle. How does that I even, can also like... I my large crossword puzzles with it. Yeah, like <laughs> Sudoku when I'm feeling really crazy. I don't yeah. I don't yeah. understand that, I guess, but all right. Well, whatever okay. motivates you. What did you guys think of the uh, the game of the week? Call, uh, yeah, call Texas. Station. Texas v. LSU. I thought I it was an say, excellent game. Sorry, right, yes. Too. I loved it. See, and that's the kind of game that, like, if it would have been Nebraska and Texas's shoes, yes, it would have been painful losing, but they played a great game that would have been easier to walk away from. I will say, last week's podcast, I thought Texas could do it, and I still, yeah. not quite sure yeah. my pick. Well, Texas how many times? Longer than people thought they would. And how many of those fourth downs did they have in the very first quarter that if they had scored on, because they only lost by a touchdown, if they'd have just scored on one of those, different ball game right there. I, um, I'm i not, I wouldn't say I'm like a Joe Burrow fan. Burrow fan. Okay, I would. I am. He's everything you want in a quarterback. I mean, his offensive line is is crumbling and that kid is calm, cool, collected, and he's making the pass. Like, he's just not phased by anything. And I yep. think more than the yep. skill, I'm impressed with his mental game. Like, he just – he knows what he's out there to do, and he's going to do it, and he's not rattled. And I think you can't 
you can't ask for more in a quarterback than that. You know, yeah. I was so impressed with his play. I mean, his his running isn't going to be like right, like like up there. And, and I think that's why we went so hard after Adrian because we wanted mm-hmm. the way our offense works. You need to be able to do both. Yeah. But yes, him in the pocket. Um, and when I said I'm not a fan, I just just because it's LSU and I, I right. hate LSU. Okay, he he does very well. I will say too. I mean, it helps. He's got some top top targets. Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson. I think he's the Odell Beckham of college football. He's an incredible, um, just with his hands with his catching. So I'm curious to see how LSU does. I don't hate LSU. I'm a big fan of Ed Orgeron. Can't understand what he's saying, but I love his. Enthusiasm. I know. I cannot it's understand. So great that he's he's down there at LSU. I mean, culturally, yeah, that's a perfect a fit, fit for him. Yes. Yeah. It just it but makes sense. I, well, yeah, he's at USC, right? <laughs> yes. Can you imagine him at USC? They yes, probably have I, no idea what he was saying. Yeah. Well, don't half the time. I. It's a struggle. But I think that is part of his charm. Yeah, it, it, too. I think, did you guys see the sign during um, college game day? I, I had to laugh at it. It said, Ed Orgeron wrote the series finale of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought that was pretty good. Okay. I, don't watch it. I don't really it was a bad season finale I'm guessing very good Megan you yeah. and the other one fan that hasn't watched it yeah my husband <laughs> yeah <Okay>. exactly exactly <laughs> okay um did you guys watch either the Alabama or the Georgia game they were both you know news kind of, kind of although I'm a big fan of Jake Prom. why are you a fan of Jake so he was on, uh, I can't remember the name of the show now. It's like, Q, I think it's QB1, but they followed him around like his senior year. He's just a good guy, likes fishing, hanging out with his brothers. Just, you know. Yeah. George is a perfect fit for him. <laughs> he's in the right state. Yep, he's there. He's, he's a good guy. I don't hate Georgia. Uh, if Georgia can beat Alabama, I'll like them even more. Yeah. He's just, he's a good person. I like him. I will say, having lived down there, I I don't hate Georgia. In fact, like if I'm going to cheer for someone in the SEC, it's going to be them. I do think their fans are a bunch of bandwagon fans because when I first went down to college mm-hmm. in there, that was when they were starting to get good. And I like the amount of like Georgia flags that popped up in yards that were never there before. It's just they're bandwagon fans. So like I don't have the most respect for them um, just coming from Nebraska, how everyone sticks through, you know, the thick and the thin, but um, but yeah, I don't have a problem with Georgia. I I just think that for them to win like the big game finally, it's I don't know. Like I just feel like Alabama has their number, and it's going to take a lot for them to actually like get through the mental barrier of of beating them. Yeah, I think the Bama game. The only thing I took away and what I was kind of seeing comments around on just different sports sites was the fact that they might not now have a kicker. Apparently, he made both a 48 and a 49 yards. So, RIP to Nebraska having a kicker and hello to Alabama getting one. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, you you don't need one when you're Alabama and you, like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need your extra points and you don't need field goals. So, well. yeah, but that's that's a philosophy that I've always had an issue with because I think kickers are really undervalued. I know. I'm not. I'm really. Um, and I just have never understood about Alabama, who has, you know, Eight billion scholarships to give away. Why they're not get one good kicker? Right. I know. I'm not being serious about that, but I'm just like, you know, they won like 62 to 10. It's like no, I understand. I understand, but I just think you know we saw on Saturday why kickers are so important. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, does do you guys have you heard anything about Pickering? Like, is he going to be back this season? Do we know what the injury is? I thought he didn't hip or like a. Um, he's not he even traveling injury that's worse than we thought yeah, he's not even traveling with the team like he didn't even go to boulder so yeah I, I don't think it looks good yeah well that's a bummer so another is i'll be going to open tryouts that they're having next week yes, <laughs> yes i know well <laughs> I you might that. be able to make it because no, i just think it's, it's a little ironic that not very stiff <gasps> was from alabama and then he was which is so ironic you know yeah, that's what i just said oh, i'm ready for you yes it is okay um what about the oklahoma game did either of you watch that it was a blowout it wasn't on no. any of the channels we could get um 
I didn't see it. That's why I was wondering. Yeah, I mean, they played South Dakota, so that's why no one really cared about it. Um, 70 to 14. I mean, obviously. Here's the thing. It's hard to tell, like, when quarterbacks, like when you've got Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts, these good quarterbacks, how much of it is them being great quarterbacks and how much of it is them just having, like, a top-notch receiving crew and, you know, I, I just... And not facing a defense. Right, right. and not facing a defense. Um, uh, again, I I, I want to see Oklahoma play Texas. Um, not that that's really, you know, defense, but it's going to be a game where, like, there's some pressure and... Um, I just want to see how he plays then. I agree. Because you can't yeah, go off of South Dakota's. and. Okay, well, they're playing UCLA next week, so I don't know that we're going to know a whole lot more. Exactly. Oh, maybe, maybe Chip Kelly will have a pulse that week. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, but the second week of October, they're playing they Texas. Texas. They play Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know. That's why I'm saying that's the first game where I'm going to be actually interested in watching because yeah, – yeah. I, I want to see. I want to see how he plays against them. Agreed. Yeah. I again. I'm gonna re- withhold my judgment on Justin Fields and on uh, Jalen Hurts until I see them play someone. Yeah. Decent. Well. So. Hey, yeah, do you guys want to play a little um, trivia game? It's impromptu. Sure. Okay. In the top twenty-five. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> well, you're kicked out of it now, Laura. It's just me and Amy. Darn it. Uh, AP Top 25, how many teams are from the Big Ten? Laura, are you cheating? I see you. Cal- Laura's counting. I know. She's kicked out of the team. Quickly say a number. The first number that comes to your mind. Um, seven. Seven. You are right. Amy Yes. Wins. I beat seven. you and I didn't cheat. Yes. That's the most Wait, of any comp. I said seven first. No, I said it. Oh, Amy said it first. Oh, nice I try. I want delay. Well, Get some better internet service then. Okay, so yes, yeah, seven teams from the Big Ten. That's the most of any conference. How many SEC teams? Six. Yes, very good. But they, because of what happened, SEC or ACC? You said SEC, but because of um, LSU jumping over Oklahoma, they now have three of the top four teams. Yes, I know. I did so, see that, yeah. But that's not, what this, that's not what this game is about. <laughs> We're just right, well, I, I'm, I'm two for two, so keep going. Okay. How about the Pac-12? Lord four. Or sorry, top, is this top 25? Yes, yeah. top 25 AP poll. Four. Four. Five. Okay. We can talk about this later. I don't understand why Washington is ranked at all. They lost last night's Cal. Okay, yeah, so well, they're one and one, and Cal is one of their losses, and they're ranked. That doesn't make sense to me. Okay, so that we have the Pac-12 and then Big 12. Four. Three. No. Five. No. Two. Two. What the heck? Okay, so now. It's just, it's just Oklahoma and Texas? Just Oklahoma and Texas. In the whole, in the whole top 25? Yes. Crazy. ACC. Two. 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 Because Virginia snuck in at 25. Now, in the coaches' poll. So Syracuse fell out, Virginia came in. Syracuse fell out, and Virginia came in. Although, I'm not really sure why UNC is not ranked. Yeah, they're 2-0 now. Yeah. And they, I mean, they haven't beat anyone super big. They beat Miami, and they beat South Carolina, but those are both Power 5 conference teams, well, but, which is more than half the teams in the top 25 have played. Yeah. So I don't understand that at all. But in the coaches' poll, and I thought this was the most interesting trivia to me, in the coaches' poll, there is only one ACC team in the whole top 25. Clemson. Yep. And they're yep. number one, and then there's no other team in the top 25. But I would agree with that. I would, I would okay. agree with the coaches' poll over the AP poll. And I don't understand why LSU jumped over Oklahoma. Like, they should have beat Texas. Like, I, I just don't see – I don't know. I, I think I disagree with the coach's poll this week more than I do the um, the AP. I disagree with Washington being ranked at all. And I think that UNC should be in the top 25. I think – the ACC should have two teams, and I think it should be Clemson, and I think UNC should be at the bottom somewhere. You think they should have two teams just because of their conference, or you just think North Carolina deserves a ranking? I think North Carolina deserves a ranking more than Washington does. Okay, yeah, I agree with that, but I, like, and I the coaches, the ACC the coaches is... actually, the coaches poll has 
seven SEC teams because they added Mississippi State. And I would put UNC in above Mississippi State. Well, my, my point is I'm not arguing the North Carolina being ranked, but I think that the ACC is the weakest of all Power Five. I mean, yeah, it, no, because I'm if not. you take Clemson out, there's mm-hmm. nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah. Once in a while, Miami can be good. But like, yeah. you know, when Syracuse is your second, no, uh-uh. the ACC sucks. I mean, well, we'll see. I'm not disagreeing that the ACC is the weakest conference. Any other thoughts on the top 25? I think they should throw Notre Dame in the ACC. I do. Yeah, Notre Dame should not be ranked until they play someone or join a conference. They should have to join a conference. They, they should always get ranked. Championship. Never that great. And, like, they aren't, but they would add some weight to the ACC, at least a little bit, because, I mean, that's what they are in basketball, right? So yeah. why just throw them in in football, too, yeah. like, help that conference out a little bit, and then they have to play a title game, too. Like, that's not fair that they're not in a conference. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. We shouldn't reward them for not playing by the rules that everyone else has to play by. If they're that good, they should join a conference and play, you know, a regular conference schedule. Right. How I feel about it. Although... Not that the ACC would be that strong of a conference schedule, but, you know. But some years it would be. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess when Florida State's done, like, dumpster diving and comes back up, then maybe they can be part of it. Okay. What do you guys think about next week where college game day is going? Iowa, Iowa State. Yeah. The bottom of the bottom. If that's where they're going, they have nowhere else to go. They really don't. I was looking through the laptop and there really is nowhere else. They were going to go to the Clemson-Syracuse game, but because Syracuse sucked so bad against Maryland, um, they decided to go to Iowa-Iowa State. And um, little trivia, Iowa State has never hosted a game day before. Shocker, I know. This is how I feel about it. It's like like if you were told to go find your prom dress at Goodwill, it's like there's there's no good options. You know, you're not going to find something cute, but it's just like you look for the the least ugly thing. That's exactly how I feel about this game. I was a one-point favorite. I I don't know. I, I just hate them both so much that I don't know what I'm going to do. So this is kind of funny, but I was driving about a month ago, and the that car in front of me is... That's hilarious. It's a story. I was driving here in Louisville, and the car in front of me had a house-divided license plate, and it was Iowa and Iowa State. It's bad enough to be an Iowa fan. No, like, those kids just, like, have no hope. I know. I... Was never so tempted to rear-end a car before, but I respect <laughs> Okay, see? She is the most likely to kill someone, and it wouldn't be an accident. So I would yeah. like her to be the one to take that and not me. Okay. Anyway, who do you guys think will win that game if, if you had to pick? With a one-point spread, I mean, let's just pick the winner. I uh, Iowa. I think, I think Iowa as well. I think Iowa will wear them down. Iowa won't be right. flashy. The game will be yep. close. Iowa will pull it out in the end. Yep, they're just okay, tougher. Okay. Yes, I think that they will just, yeah, I mean, that's that's Iowa. Tough, gritty. Like, Iowa yeah. State, was it last year they beat Oklahoma? Or the year before? Years ago. years ago. So, like, they can, like, occasionally pull a game out of their butthole, but I just... Yeah, I just see Iowa wearing them down and a little bit graphic. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we're in agreement. Iowa's gonna take this one. Yes. Um. Well, since we've talked about the top ten for the most part, well, I guess let's talk about Florida and Auburn. What are your thoughts on those teams? I think they're both overrated right now. Florida for sure. Auburn, TBD. Auburn's a tricky team. They're kind of unreliable. You just never know which team is gonna show up. And but I haven't I, honestly watched either of those teams a ton. I watched Florida the first week, but Auburn beat Oregon. We we saw that game. Well, no, someone was getting married, so we didn't get to see the whole game. The wedding was quite inconvenient for college football viewing, but we did see the end of the game at Mom and Dad's. And then last night, Auburn played Tulane, and they actually struggled at the beginning. I mean, they pulled away toward the end, but it was a tight game for a while. And I just think, I don't know, number nine or whatever they're ranked right now, that seems a little high. Yes, but they're SEC, so they're going to get love. No, I know. And they're getting love because of the Oregon game. Which, again, Oregon's, I don't think it's going to be that great either, but whatever. What do you guys think about Florida? You said overrated as well. Frank's man, yeah. not a great quarterback. He's not. Yeah. I. He has, he has all of the mental issues. Yeah. Like, yeah. physically, he's yep. fine. Mentally, you never mm-hmm. know what he's going to do. Right. I agree. I think he was an example of someone that was, like, a big fish in a small pound in high school. He came to college, and he was in that, like, crossroads area, kind of, like, areas in, and he didn't, didn't recover and tanked. I agree. He's a mental case. Yeah. I mean, you know, Florida did beat Miami, which looked like a better win than I think it actually so was. Miami, 
Miami to North Carolina. Right, so right. I will say Mac, good coach. North Carolina yeah, might be back. I know. I don't know if it's just because like Matt coached back in the day, and so like he was like a good old buddy uh, of Tom's or whatever. But I just like I like that he's doing well, and I still can't get over that dance in the locker room. That, that was the best thing <laughs> about Week One. Well, I would like to talk about the fact that Tennessee lost to BYU. Oh yeah. I thought we already did. Oh, we talked about the coach. Their coaches, yeah. Yeah, first and time they had alcohol sales. So I bet they actually did sell a bunch, even that though it was BYU, was because <laughs> on their way out the door, I bet everybody was buying something. Well, they actually stopped sales in the third quarter, so. Well, I bet they but were I'm still sure drinking that, in the I'm third sure quarter. They did well in that game, because, man, that was a train wreck for Tennessee. And then Florida State. Yeah, I overtime. Mean, I've also believe overtime. I said last week that Willie Tyler's not a good coach, so. I, yeah. He's not. I don't think he's a good coach, and I also think that there are some issues with Jimbo leaving and players buying in. Like yeah. I just, I think that there's a lot of tension there, and so I don't know what's going to happen at Florida State. My question to you is. Will he make it through the season, or is he going to get fired midseason? Um, I mean, I think it you have depends. To, right. I think if you can get can a quality win somewhere, back? right. Um, I don't think they fire him right now, but what's his contract like? Too, I'd have to look at that, but. I, I think he'll yeah. probably make it through unless he completely bombs the rest. So let's see. All right. Well, they're on their way. <laughs> so. We should we should bet on who gets fired first, Pruitt or Taggart. I I I'm I go Taggart. I'm gonna go Taggart too. I think he will get fired first. See, I think Pruitt is going to get fired first. Yeah. I think because isn't isn't Fulmer the AD at Tennessee still? I think so. Yes. I think he's yeah. Like I think he thinks he can do a better job <laughs> than Pruitt can. Uh, I don't no. know. All right. Well, anything else you guys want to talk about? No, let's wrap it up with our predictions for Nebraska. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, do we want to revisit our predictions from last week? No, I I'm done talking about okay. that game. Okay. okay, okay, okay. I just, I didn't remember what I had said, so. I don't want to remember anything about anything. Okay. Okay. Well, let's move on to predictions for the Nebraska game. Nebraska, Northern Illinois. Hmm. Lane at home. So what do you guys think? 38-17. Is that what you said against Colorado, too? It's very Probably. Similar. Literally okay. don't remember. Okay. Um, here's the thing. If our defense, you know, shows up, I think we can hold them. 10 or under. Numbers, 13 or under. Numbers. Okay. I'm just talking through it. Give me a second. Uh, what did you What did you just say, Laura? Because I don't want to pick the same numbers. You just made you. fun of it, and you can't remember what I said. I said 38-17. Okay. I'm going to say 42-13. Okay. I will say 35-14. Okay. Way to pick around me, guys. Good job. Well, I mean, like, I think we all in agreement that our offense can score and the defense will I don't know all right well I'm excited to see what happens this weekend and we will keep the conversation going next week I will be at the game Saturday and I will be sending pics to our Facebook page so okay. like or comment thanks for listening to college dame day don't forget to subscribe rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app also hit us up we are at college dame day on Facebook Twitter and Instagram Join us again next week for more college football content.